ladies and gentlemen, let's go back to 2002. MTV, Puff Daddy, in the show Making the Band. Let's dive into the background of Making the Band. Making the Band premiered in 2002 on MTV. Puff Daddy set out to find rappers and singers to assemble a hip-hop group. The multiple volunteers trying to get cast on the show. Selected members were Sarah Rivers from Detroit, Michigan, Dylon Dillinger from Brooklyn, New York, Frederick Freddie P. Washington from Florida, Rodney Chopper Hill, New Orleans, Louisiana, Lloyd Ness Mathis, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and Lenise Babs Wiley, Brooklyn, New York. The members lived together to not only record, but to join together to complete tasks that Puff Daddy assigned to them. One of the most famous tasks was Puff Daddy ordered them to walk from Midtown Manhattan to Brooklyn to buy cheesecake from Junior's. Now I remember watching this, me and my wife watching this just like everyone else. And I was like, the audacity. We try, you know, these guys are trying to get record deals, trying to be polished. They want to be mentored. They want to understand the music business. And freaking Puff Daddy sending these cats out to go buy freaking cheesecake. From Midtown Manhattan to Brooklyn, New York, that ain't down the street. Yeah, I thought that, I just thought it was silly. I thought it was stupid. Why would you even do that, man? Yeah, let me keep going. They also were tasked with reciting several rap lyrics at the bad boy offices. Now, if you remember, there was so much drama and conflicts and internal fighting during the recording process. They released their debut album, Too Hot for TV, in 2003, selling over 600,000 copies, certifying gold status. The band, as they were called, also dealt with the discrepant financials of the music business. Bad contracts, money taken from them, not reading the contracts, not hiring lawyers. All sides are to blame. Freddie P spoke out against Puff, stating, It's people like Puffy. He is the main reason why I hate my curse word life. Babs Bunny stated, I would definitely not say it was my worst nightmare. I would say it was a dream come true. It was dreams coming true with nightmares in and out. Puff Daddy responded with this. Stop all your crying, curse words, and moaning. Hustle harder to get the curse word out the way. You know, think about that. You know, these guys and gals are complaining about what happened with making the band you know it's you know it's documented it's nothing that's being made up it's all factual money was taken from them they didn't read the contracts they didn't understand the contract the language in the contracts you know i know the record companies they're there to make money a lot of times they just take money from the artists but if you're you know we talk about trying to be a mentor a leader a servant leader why didn't they sit down to say hey line by line this is what you will receive line by line this is what you guys will receive as a group your royalties your publishing they don't do any of that that's why a lot of these rappers from back in the day and now they don't have any publishing deals everything is jacked up because they don't have no trusted confidants to help them understand the language of the contract to read the contract so now if i'm in charge of the record label and i got two former members lashing out against me why would i respond that way puff daddy and standing saying hey 
we all made mistakes. How can I make this right? But he tells them to hustle harder, stop mowing and stop curse wording and doing all that. You know what I'm saying? It just That's just a lack of leadership. And you look at Puff Daddy, all his groups from the past, total, 112 Mace, all and so on and so forth, Biggie included. All these guys complained about Puff Daddy taking their royalties, their publishing and all that. All of those guys are broke and he is still rich. So who do you believe? Carry on, Damon. Carry on. Now let's go to where are they now? What are they doing right now? Sarah Stokes, she and her husband had a tumultuous relationship that was documented on the show and divorced as well. She is currently working on her solo career and also appearing on documentaries and reality shows. Freddie P, he contemplated suicide and is currently focusing on himself, his career, and his son. Babs Bunny, she has a YouTube channel, Queen of the Ring, that has over 180,000 subscribers and also is the mother of a son. Dylon went on to pursue a solo career. He landed a deal on Akon's label and he recently released his album, Pain to Power. He also moonlights as a DJ as well. Ness continues to be active on social media and can be found giving interviews on various platforms as well as battle rapping. And Chopper, he had multiple brushes with the law, failed label deals, and currently working on new music. Now let's talk about nostalgic memories. I was stationed, we were stationed at Fort Hood when this show uh, premiered on MTV and I remember we was watching it. It was interesting. And as I stated before, the whole cheesecake going from uh, Manhattan to Brooklyn, I just thought that was just silly. I just, you know, I just thought it was stupid. But, you know, these guys, they was in the house. They all lived together. They worked together. And just like anybody else, whether you love them or hate them, you're going to have conflict. You're going to have infighting. You know, something simple as, hey, I made a sandwich and I'm saving it for later. Why would you take the sandwich out the refrigerator? Just little things like that. And plus, think about it. These cats didn't know each other from Adam, and all of a sudden they got to live in this one house, share all these responsibilities, household responsibilities, also trying to record an album, trying to make, write the best verses for this album. You know, for in real life, it can be a headache, it can be stressful, it can be painful, it can be mentally exhausting. But if you're on the other side of the TV and you're watching it, you're consuming it because it's entertainment, right? It's a getaway, if you will. But, you know, I think about all the band members, again, watching that that show, it stayed on for two years and then, you know, it went on, uh, was dissolved after that. But you look at these guys here, none of these guys made made an impact on their respective careers as it relates to rap, R&B, and whatever. So whose fault is that? Is that Puff Daddy's fault, P. Diddy, whatever you want to call them? Or is it the individual members or those members as a collective whose fault is it you know what i mean and thinking about you know that was almost 20 years ago again watching that you know you felt sorry for these cats you know because these guys and gals were trying to chase a dream they wanted a better life they want to make an impact on the music scene they just want to be heard and so this guy who's a multi-billionaire he comes along strings them along have them doing these little silly things they did it didn't read the contracts he took advantage of them him and his team took advantage of them 
you know, it's a great life lesson in that. So that would that's what I would take as a nostalgic memory. Me and my wife, we enjoyed watching the show. But as I think back 20 years later, it was a great life lesson that a lot of times, you know, when you're trying to chase your dream and you try to have someone of influence to help you manifest that dream and make that dream a reality. All the while they you know while you dreaming, they conjuring up nightmares and, and providing you nightmares. You know what I mean? So again, I think everyone is to blame. I hope those guys wish those guys success and trying to find something, you know, in their lives that's, you know, bringing value to them. But yeah, man, making the band 2002 to 2004. It was a great series. It was a great uh, two year run on that show. Uh, it was fun. One of the most memorable moments I remember from that show with Dylon. I spit hot fire. Dylon, Dylon. You got to watch it to know what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, those guys individually, Dylon, you know, he's all right. But Babs could rap. She could freestyle. Ness was tight. Freddie P was all right, too. Sarah could sing and all that. Uh, just imagine if their careers had went another way instead of being with Puff Daddy. Sarah had her husband, the influences of that. Freddie P couldn't escape the street. Ness and Babs and all those guys. What if those... What if they end up doing something? What if they did something during that time after they left Puff Daddy? Or if they had went with someone else? How would their careers would you know played out? That's something interesting, you know, to think about. But uh here's my closing remarks. Thank you guys for tuning in, watching this episode today, this podcast episode of Making the Band. It was fun going back into the archives and digging up the dirt. You know what I mean? It's a lot of the story that I didn't tell due to time constraints, you know, but uh, I think you guys got the, the gist of what was going on during that time. If you remember, you definitely remember. And if you don't remember, go ahead and watch it. It's available on the YouTubes and all those other on demands when they talking about it as well. And I think they've been they've been giving providing in, interviews as well. Talking about that time. Tumultuous time. 2002, 2004. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in. You know what we say here on the Nomad Cast? A story time is a pastime because I'm here to be heard. Trust and believe. <laughs>